Oi, oi. Tudo bem com você? Como é que você tá? Como é que tá essa louça aí que você tá lavando? Aquele queijo derretido grudou no prato, né? Chato pra caramba pra ficar tirando. É muito chato, muito chato. Eu recomendo que você coloque uma água quente aí, próxima de, de ferver ou já fervendo, pra conseguir retirar esse resíduo aí nojento das superfícies dos seus utensílios. Um, o papo de hoje com Bridget ele envolve a apresentação de cidades a minha cidade para ela e a cidade dela para mim foi uma ideia que a gente teve porque uma das coisas que está muito ligada com conhecer gente nova de outros países por meio da, da, da fala e da escuta em inglês e da escrita também é você saber mais sobre a cultura, a cidade e as coisas dessa outra pessoa que mora num lugar totalmente diferente do teu. E não podia ser diferente aqui com Bridget, que mora em Taipei e não sabia praticamente nada a respeito de Curitiba, senão nada, antes de me conhecer. E a recíproca é verdadeira, não sabia nada, só tinha preconceito. Então, no episódio de hoje, vocês vão se deparar com um joguinho de uma entrevista cruzada com pontos interessantes e divertidos sobre as nossas cidades. É, apesar de a gente ser, a, sermos amigos muito próximos, ainda teve coisa que me surpreendeu do que ela falou e <risos> certamente coisas que eu falaram, que eu falei sobre a minha cidade minimamente surpreenderam Bridget, tá? Minimamente. Então aproveitem essa experiência. Ah, continua lavando a louça, tá? Segue lavando a louça, vai valer a pena. Vai ter música. Vai ter uh, referências culturais, vai ter divertimento, vai ter piadolas e tudo isso em inglês. A gente se vê no finalzinho. Abraços e beijos para todo mundo. Hello Bridget, how are you today? Hi Flavio, I'm doing very well. How about you? I am fine. I'm on vacation, so I chose to interrupt my vacation to record a new episode of this podcast, amazing podcast called Information Avançado, where you can practice your listening and your cultural skills. So today, yes. Bridget, what do you think about yeah. this idea that I, ha that I have in my head, which is... I would like to know more about your city and I guess you would like to do the same about my city, Curitiba. So we could do yes. something different this time. Let's not call it a game, but let's call it a dynamic, a different dynamic here on this podcast, sure. which is, it's a crossed yes. interview, if I can call it so. What is, uh, what this, this dynamic is going to be about? We have uh -huh. here okay. one, two, uh, three, four, yeah, actually five, five points of discussion to, to um, you know, bring our, our cities to the, the conversation. And yes. I'm gonna uh, ask you first one thing about people in Taipei or Taiwan in general, but I wanted to focus on Taipei. One thing about yes. indoor places, one thing about food, one thing about 
uh, I guess I missed something. Okay, one thing about indoor places, one thing about outdoor <laughs> places involving nature, for example. One thing about food. Yes. And in the end, I would like you to tell me you're from Taipei without actually saying you're from Taipei. So, uh, telling me something really specific that everyone would say, like, okay, this is so Taipei, you know? So, but we are going to take turns here. So, for example, yes. uh, I'll start answering one thing, telling you one thing about people from Curitiba, and then it's your turn to say something about people in Taipei, something that distinguishes them from other people around. And then you will uh, ask me something about indoor places and you know, the, the, the thing goes on like this. What do you think about this idea, yeah. Bridget? That came out of the blue. I, this is so, you know, spontaneous. Yeah. I think it's great. I mean, I've been wanting to learn a lot of things about Kuluchi, but apparently it sounds like a nice city. Uh, you already shared something with me before, but I don't think I learned enough. So this is a great game. And I, I know it's not a game, but it's kind of like interestingly, and we get to introduce each other's cities. So yeah, I would be very looking forward to learn about Kuritiba. And also I like to share about the city that I'm so proud of, which is Taipei. Oh. So yes, I whatever you ask me to do, I'm going to play along, you know? Okay, but first uh, I would like to yes. know if you can actually pronounce my city's name because you've been saying oh, Kulichiba okay. it's not Kulichiba Bridget it's Kurichiba so how do you say it? Kurichiba yeah that's Kurichiba. perfect Kurichiba okay Kurichiba yeah Kurichiba. perfect, perfect. Okay. you sound like a native ah, perfect thank you and Taipei is too easy for you guys so, so you guys already know how to yeah, say it nice. Taipei yeah 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 Taipei is not a problem yeah. So, shall we start doing this? Yes, and uh, so, are you going to start or sh should I ask you this question first since I, I've been wanting to know, I want to know Kurichiba yes. so much. So, should I just, okay. <laughs> Alright, so the first question we got here is about the people. Okay, so tell me something about the people in Kurichiba. So, Bridget, in Curitiba, we can find good people. Don't get me wrong, they are good. They are in a way... You are questioning yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally questioning myself because now I'm, I'm saying some unpleasing things about folk in Curitiba, oh. which is... They are known uh, around Brazil for being grumpy. Yeah. And not that... Oh open uh, to know new people. So, for example, if you get in an elevator or a lift, if you're British, and you find yeah. this uh, total strangers, it's common around any other places in, in Brazil for you to, to greet these people and say like, oh, Hello, how are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, etc. But in Curitiba, you wouldn't do that. Because we... Oh. Of course, this is uh, pretty generic, but it, this is something we are fairly known 
before and not all the people will do the same but it's pretty common that you get in a bus stop or in an elevator and you won't talk to people at all like I'm not saying a word to these people I'm waiting to get to my floor and I'll get off uh, out of the, the elevator and my life is okay so when for example some someone someone for from Sao Paulo from Rio de Janeiro from Brasilia from any other uh, yeah. uh, cities in Brazil come to Curitiba they find it pretty weird like god you're not polite at all you know but this is just a, a oh. cultural difference this doesn't mean we yes, hate yeah. each other you know <laughs> so in so, a so way this is, there's n okay go on uh-huh uh-huh no no i'm just saying so it's not rude at all to not greet people at the bus stop or at the elevator it's and normal. people would totally be it's, fine it's expected and what, okay if people greet to you would you feel weird for people there if for someone who greets greet you all the time i would find it unusual but lately since i'm becoming more open to to new friendships and new interactions i would be oh, open to answer see. you know i would i would be yeah. open to reply yeah. like oh good morning to you too how have you been you know nice. so but this is something that i i grew up knowing like uh, what some, some cultural traits in a in a in a community you just know you just feel it yeah and this I this, see. this is something that for example for touristic purposes you wouldn't uh, want to you wouldn't like to know but it's good you know this because uh, maybe you get to um, open here and, and hyper and oh hello everyone how are you and everyone will uh, give you the look you know like what's this girl I about? see I see so it would be uh, kind of um, uh, I don't know unusual for them to you know so Bridget I, see. I want to know about Taipei too one thing you could say like oh the So is uh, do we know what uh, the reason? Um, if not, I'll just go. no problem, no problem. Okay, and uh, since we're stopping right now, like just uh, let me. All right. Okay. So about the people in my city. Okay, and this is something a little bit weird to to newcomers but it's not exactly something uncomfortable but you just have to get used to it and i guess it's sort of in a good way okay so the taiwanese we have this weird uh, etiquette which is the non-stop excuse me etiquette okay what does it mean you know bbc travel okay the bbc travel uh, website they even had uh, an article that named the island that never stops apologizing so i guess you get the idea taiwanese are super polite okay super polite and the society we focus a lot on placing the uh, uh, the society before yourself so we which means you if we are very very careful about not to make other people feel uncomfortable or feel offended uh, which means that we apologize even though there's nothing to be apologized for 
Singapore. Okay, so we are very very polite, but many times we don't really mean it. All right, <laughs> and so we also like, yeah, we don't mean it. We just say it all the time. We appreciate people who has this level of politeness too. And、uh, so I'm going to tell everybody. Okay, if you ever come into Taiwan, you probably need to learn this phrase. And、uh, something it's in Chinese, but it's not difficult at all. And it's for your survival here. It and pronounced as 不好意思 Can you read after me? No. <laughs> It's not difficult. It's not difficult. Actually, just four syllables. 不好意思不好意思意思 Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. 不好意思 Okay. So this basically. Yes, you're、okay. very good. Okay. Thank you. So. Since I told you that it's about polite, a、uh, politeness, 不好意思 basically means excuse me in English, but it has a deeper sense as like you are feeling sorry for causing bad feelings, and basically you can apply this to all kinds of situations. For example, you are in a restaurant and you try to catch the waiter's attention, you can just say、ah, 不好意思 and they will know that you want to order food. Okay, and it can also elaborate to the situation. For example, you messed up some shit in the office, but you feel grumpy because it's not really your fault. Your boss is just being a you know terrible person,、this、but you have to apologize. So Bridget, this is quite specific. <laughs> We have to discuss. Yeah. So so in yes,、uh, you can also use 不好意思 It is a little bit like I'm sorry. But you don't really mean it, okay? <laughs> and so, but everyone yeah, knows we, about we it. it. Like this, this, this everyone my, knows. My employee is saying "puhawisu" to me, and I, I, I don't buy it because I know that culturally, this, this, this means nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, you cannot get mad because people are apologizing. You see what I mean here? People are apologizing, so you cannot get mad to that. So this is something very funny. Yeah, of course, if you say genuinely, then people will still know that you are sorry. But this is also something for you to say to just get rid of an annoying person as soon as possible. And so and this is something that you will hear all the time here. And if you're a foreigner, you want to act more like a local, and you can just start every sentence. With 不好意思 is basically a conversation starter because once you say it, the local Taiwanese will feel impressed.、Uh, no matter the, it's by your politeness or even if you're trying to be sarcastic, they will be impressed because you are, you know, like use it skillful. So people would really like this usage. So this is something about people in Taipei, especially that people say 不好意思 all the time. So、This、when you so come、cool. to the city, you. This is so、yeah. interesting, Bridget, because、uh, when you、uh, say something that's really relatable to the relatable to the person that's listening to to you speak, this、yeah. person feels embraced by you and and feels like they want to embrace you to their culture. So even though you、uh. you can't speak Chinese, if you say "puhawisu" to this person, this person will say, "Okay, this guy is making an effort here." I'll help him out. Yes,、enough. yes, exactly, exactly. So, so Taiwanese are most of them are very friendly. But if you want them to help you, like even 
um, you know, be friends with them or just to impress them, say 不好意思 is really the the fastest way to go to their hearts.、Okay. I think. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty、uh, nice. Yes. Yes. Okay. So okay, since we talk about people, I think we can talk, move to the second topic that you mentioned, and which is about indoor places. Okay. I I think. There are. I, I don't know much about Kurichiba, but I have Google Google a little bit. I know it's a beautiful city, but I want to hear from you to tell us about、uh, one indoor place or some indoor places in Kurichiba. So we, I think these indoor places, when it comes to talking about a city, they are not. Uh, touristic points. You have to live here、yeah. or spend more time here in order to to be aware of this these places.、Mm-hmm. And this this is specifically、uh, related to our culture. So, for example, in Curitiba we have shopping malls a lot, and、yeah. this is part like anywhere in the world、uh, you can find shopping malls. But we. Have、uh, many shopping malls and it's part of our culture. So we have like Curitiba, which is not a huge city. We have like six to ten shopping malls. And I I, I grew up, you know, I grew some memories out of、uh, some shopping malls, like、uh, girls I dated in the past,、uh, hang, hanging out with friends, you know. So shopping malls are part of our Um, collective like daily life,、memory. right? Yes. So、uh... we go to shopping malls to to hang out. We go to shopping malls to to buy th- stuff. We go there as a, a spot. You you pick a girl, for example. Oh, I'm I'm gonna wait for you at the mall. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, I see. And, and、uh, besides that, we have. Museums. We have some pretty、uh, good museums here, and one of them, which is just、uh, a neighbor of my building where I work at, is、yeah. Museum Oscar Niemeyer. Okay, and Oscar、wow. Niemeyer is, you know,、uh, Albert Einstein is、uh, related to when you think of him. Uh, related to science as a pop star, yes. Just the way、yes. Oscar Niemeyer is to architecture, Brazilian architecture. Wow! So he's a pop okay, star. Okay, so he's like, uh huh, uh huh. And he、uh, designed or whatever technical name you can say about it, the the museum, and it it was named after him, and it is that museum shaped as an eye. And、oh yeah! So special. Go, yeah, many people go to this place and take pictures because it's actually a huge building and it's fucking beautiful, you know. So and sometimes when I go to I love museums. When I go to the office and I have to to have lunch, I pick uh, I choose、yeah. a, a restaurant in front of the 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 museum just so I can look at the museum as I. Uh, lift my form. Wow, you know. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's quite relaxing. Going to to have lunch during my work time.、Uh, since I I told you that I I go to to the office, which is just the the building, 
uh, the neighbor building, I pick uh, a restaurant, uh, places to have a good coffee and a good conversation. Because lately I've been dating girls, you know, <laughs> for like uh, two or three months. Plural, out. yes, plural. <laughs> After I got vaccinated, I, I, I decided, okay, now I have to live my life. And uh, yes, whenever I, I, I would, uh, because I, I've been trying to, to uh, be with new people with whom I can talk and uh, places to have a coffee and to sit and to stare at each other's face and say things are perfect. And we have... Yeah. A lot of coffee places here and a lot of pleasing coffee nice. places here. So you, you go to these places and you uh, choose your, your, your table and then you, you order some brownies. I love brownies. And so, and Curitiba has many of them, you know? We have brownies? Yeah, brownies too, but uh, places to have ah. a coffee and, and pick up a table. Because you yeah. can easily find brownies uh, in these environments, and I have we I, I think I guess we have like at least 10 good yeah. places to be at and, and, and enjoy a, a, a companionship just like that. Nice coffee. Yes. Nice. And wow. We have many drugstores here. I don't know. I don't know why, but I think Curitiba is the place for drugstores. Just that. <laughs> I don't know why people that, around I here think that's a great thing. love these stores. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's because drugstore for me it's always an advantage that you can get everything at any time you like. So it's so important. I, you know, like it, you don't need that many supermarkets, but drugstores because especially it's during COVID time you need a lot of things yes. from the drugstores yes so it's yeah. quite common this is so interesting I love this about my city you can uh, in the corner of the street have one drugstore from uh, a yeah. different uh, company and across the street you have another drugstore you know it's like face-to-face -face competition you know, <laughs> this is so interesting. I see. And, and yeah. none of them uh, uh, goes bankrupt. Go, you know, because uh. they can they can uh, coexist. Is that a word in English? Yeah, coexist. Yeah. Yes, yes. They can coexist in the two corners of the same street. You know, one to the left, That's one nice. to the right, and they can live happily because Curitibanos love drugstore so they won't have trouble financially you know I see. yeah yeah it will make your life quality better i think for me this is important like yes. i have some drugstores like near where i live so i find it very convenient and so i think this is something if i want to live somewhere i want to have some stores that i can find all the necessities and for me to make sure it's going to be comfortable there Yes, and I, I learned to like yeah. more drugstores. Like, I like to go to those places and, you know, uh, purchase some stuff that I cannot find anywhere else. <laughs> but, well, <Yeah. laughs> th this is uh, coming of age, maybe, I don't know. So, um, moving to the next topic, Bridget. What do you have there about food from Taipei? 
Actually, no. Do no, from type. No, 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 no. Before that, we have one topic. Outdoor places. Yeah. Sorry. Outdoor places. Yes. Okay. So for yeah, for outdoor places, actually, I have one place that I would like to recommend to everybody. It's quite interesting because uh, Taipei is very. No, Taiwan is very small. Taiwan is very small, but we are a very, very mountainous country. Okay, so you see, like, just let me give you some figures, and you'll see how crazy it is. So, uh, maybe all our listeners now know Taiwan is small, but you probably don't have an idea. So, Taiwan is about two hundred and thirty-seven times smaller than Brazil. Okay, but we have the largest number and、uh, density of high mountains in the world. So if you are you really love mountains, then Taiwan is a place that you need to conquer. There are a lot of high mountains here. However, I'm never a mountain person. So for people who are like me, who don't want to walk too much and but still want to enjoy a little bit natural scenery in my city, Taipei, the capital, I would definitely recommend people to go to this place that is called Guangdu Nature Park. Okay, and this Guangdu Nature Park is basically、uh, a wetland conservation, which means that it's a conservation that、um, people would not、uh, be allowed, for example, to build factories or to build houses inside. It's a place that is wholly reserved for、uh, animals and for the all the plants there. It's a beautiful place, and I love there. You, it's sort of like.、Um, Kind of like a transition between、uh, the sea and the inner land, so it's a very beautiful place. And I don't know if people have this idea, but actually wetlands are actually very, very important for a country.、Uh, wetlands are among the most productive ecosystems in the world, so it's almost as important as rainforests in Brazil and as some coral reefs in some other places in the world. So, like in the wetland, the biodiversities is almost like you know you can basically say it's like a supermarket for the animal that lives there because you got all the food there and you got yes basically yes all the food all the plants there so it's a very abundant、uh, environment and I was very lucky. To witness how this Guangdu Nature Park、uh, transformed from, you know, at the beginning it was somewhat like a polluted water area, and there are some, there were some factories there, and even some like、um, houses there. But the government eventually they decided to assign that place to be a nature park, and now it's so beautiful. And you know, this is also a great place for some people. I don't know, Flavio, do you like? Birds, or do you like animals and stuff like that? I like I like to see them, but I don't go to the zoo、uh, to the zoo often, for, for example. But I yeah. like them. Yeah, I see. Yeah, this is actually not a zoo because it's just a natural area, open area. I, I just gave an example. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I、yeah. just gave an example. Yeah. So if you like、uh, bird watching. This is a great place for you to see because Taiwan, as a small island, so every year we have a lot of bird migration to Taiwan. Okay.
Okay, so in this place, in this uh, nature park,、uh, there are a lot of bird lovers. You can come here, and since Taiwan is an important hub for bird migration, every year there will be like new kinds of birds coming to Taiwan. So basically, you get to see all different kinds of birds here. And I have a lot of great childhood memories there. And just,、uh, I think just a couple of weeks ago, I just went there with my family. It's still a beautiful place. You get to see the water and see the animals and see all kinds of、uh, flowers and trees there. And the most important thing, actually, I would like to recommend to anyone who wants to have a date here. It's also a date spot because、um, this place, Guangdu. Okay, the Guangdu Nature Park is located in this place called Guangdu. Guangdu is famous for the sunsets. Okay, one of the most beautiful place for sunsets. So sometimes you get to see like、uh, couples. They, they, it's more like a day trip. Okay, you can ride a bike to this nature park and、uh, sit there, enjoy the scenery, and watch the sunset together. How romantic is that? Right. Nobody ever done that to me,、oh. but I. <laughs> Such a pity.、Um, yeah. You totally deserve、Kinda. to be taken to this place, okay? You totally deserve it, Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But just saying that it's a great spot for dating. You know, healthy because you get to exercise a little bit and beautiful sunsets. Oh, yeah. yeah I would like to introduce to everybody. So nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. And what about? Yes. In Curitiba, we have many parks to to just like shopping malls and drugstores. We have many parks here in the middle of the city.、Uh-huh. So one side you have buildings, in the middle you have a huge green area, just like for example Central Park in New York. You know, so one of the one of the biggest park here in Curitiba is called Parque Barigui. Repeat after me, Bridget. Oh my God! This is really long. <laughs> okay, say it, say it slowly, please. Parque, which is the French translation to parque. Park. Yeah. Yes. Barigui. Par. Barigui. I don't know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> let's say this is perfect. Okay, let's say this is perfect. And we we have. Many parks here, and it's quite good because, for example, I like to run, and these places are、yeah. pretty good for running purposes. And many Curitibanos like to run too, so you see people、uh, walking their dogs and running, or walking their dogs while you're running with their dogs. So running their dogs. Wow. And、uh, <laughs> they are、uh, good places. Two、um, to have dates at, and I, I cannot compete、wow. with your description of this amazing park. Okay, but、uh, we have parks here in Curitiba, and we、yeah. are known for. So we have two、uh, major parks here, and they are Parque Barigui, that、uh, you you. Called it a pretty、uh, graciously, and we have a botanical garden here, which is like、oh, when you think of Curitiba, you will see、yeah. the, the pictures of the botanical garden and、um, uh, a little house. Ha- I don't know how to call that. You know that uh, house uh, in which you 
grow flowers and plants. And it's like uh, greenhouse. I don't know. In, in Portuguese, like a we call we call it you... estufa. In... Estufa. Yeah. Oh. Estufa is that? Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Estufa. Uh, stove. Yeah. Stove. I... Oh, that's what I think. That's in Spanish is the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Something we have like this, this greenhouse, why... this stove, uh, uh -huh. that yeah. uh, has within it a uh, huge variety of, of flowers and plants, and it's a pretty wow. uh, beautiful building. And it's... Curitiba yes, is, uh, for yeah. most people, Curitiba is known for that building's design, you know? You... you uh, some people from other states would, uh, if they came to this place, to my place, they would uh, say, okay, oh. Curitiba, Botanical Garden, etc. So we have this, we are uh. kind of famous for uh, the, the museum, Oscar Niemeyer, and uh, oh, this yeah. Botanical Garden. Yes. So in, in this garden, is it like something, for example, able to give like a school field trip? They do kids yes. or schools go there for... yes oh yes. that's nice enough uh really because when you get to a, a urban space you yeah uh don't get to observe things from a long distance so maybe that's why so many people wear glasses nowadays you know we are forcing <laughs> our, our our visions to uh the screen yes. of uh, um a laptop or a, a cell phone and we don't get to yeah. see like the other side of a, a huge lake for example so for me mm, it's so good exactly. to sit on the grass and see like the the, the birds uh, flying uh, above the, the lake in like a distance of 50 meters yeah. meters for example or a hundred meters and I see them pretty far and the, the dogs running and playing across the lake it's so good like it's so pleasing so i, I think i'm not the only one uh, feeling like that uh, given that in curitiba we have many 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 uh and biggie big and many uh parks here but bridget nice. can you tell yeah. me something because i know we are pretty close yes. friends and i know you are quite a good cook so you might know something that I don't know yet uh, about food from Taipei. Do you have something? Yeah, I think I, I, I would have to clarify something. I'm not that good a cook. Going the reason again. you think that... Yeah, this is your thing. Like, <laughs> I'm going humble again whenever I get complimented. Yeah, okay. No, no, it's because I never sent you pictures of the messed up uh, dishes that I made, okay? I you only the saw the up. beautiful no, ones. No, 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 no. The, the <laughs> fact you make delicious food is the fact that got me admired. Ah, uh, thank you. Alright, so about Taipei, I'm a huge foodie, okay? I'm a huge foodie, so if you come to Taipei, there are a lot of things that you cannot miss. So, one thing that almost everybody would instantly think of and it's not only popular in taipei actually but in taipei 
I'm going to explain later why this is even more important here. Okay, so this dish is called beef noodle. Simple as that. So easy to understand. And beef noodle. What are some of the ingredients here? Or you only basically need three things. You need beef. You need noodle, and you need a soup. If you have those three elements together, you got beef noodle, which is the most popular dish here. And、uh, do you guys love? Do you guys eat a lot of beef there? Like in your family, do you guys eat beef? Yes, yes, it's pretty common. Okay, yeah, I know it sounds like a stupid question, but this relates to what I'm going to explain later, because actually in Taiwan. Before 1949, okay, before the Civil War, and a lot of people、uh, coming to Taiwan, actually,、uh, a lot of the Taiwanese they they didn't eat beef at all because cows were considered to be、um, the animals that worked in the farm, and people needed to be grateful to their、uh, contribution. So in the past, Taiwanese. Didn't eat cows. They don't. They didn't eat beef at all. It was after the 1949, and we started to eat this because of the immigration. A, a huge wave into immigration came、uh, coming to Taiwan, and I think it's actually a great thing because I just love beef noodles so much. There are like all different kinds. For example, if you like clear soup, okay, you just want the clear essence of the beef. You get clear soup. But if you are like me, you like something a little bit spicy. Then we also have that. Or if you want to eat something that's a little bit more healthier, then you got the beef noodle that cooks with Chinese medicine. Or even some the beef noodles they have halal certificates. Halal certificate is for Muslims that that、uh, they have like passed through a certain、uh, process, and it's okay for Muslims to enjoy the food. So here in Taiwan, you get to see beef noodle restaurants everywhere, and uh, uh, because I'm also I was also like a tour guide. Volunteer tour guide before the pandemic. So every time in my tour, I get this question all the time. All the foreigners would say, would ask me, "Where is the best beef noodle in Taipei?" And you know, it's just impossible to answer that question. But we do have something that might give you some、uh, ideas about it. That is, you know, we love beef noodle so much that we even have、uh, a festival just for beef noodle. And that's show you how Taiwanese love food. We even have this、uh, Taipei International Beef Noodle Festival. So every year, oh yeah, every year there will be like so many、uh, beef noodle restaurants and joining this competition. It's actually a competition, and every year we will pick one restaurant to be the best beef noodle of the year. And they will sort of like get a banner or something, and anyway, but they will become like a hot shot on the internet, and everybody will go to that restaurant, and、uh, they will become popular and stuff this like this. So beef noodle has become something really, really important here, and、uh, and actually the fun, yeah, yeah. So、uh, if you like, I don't see anything that people don't like about beef noodle. Unless you are a vegetarian, I'm sorry. Unless you are a vegetarian, otherwise it's、uh, it's it's hot soup, so it's hearty, it's warm, especially at now Taipei is pretty cold, and、uh, it's noodle, so it's filling,、uh, fulfilling, and、uh, the beef,、oh, the beef is the best part, 
you know, actually in every family, they will have their kind of like a secret recipe. So, for example, my mom has her styles, and every family will have different styles. And this is kind of like a every、uh, family they have their own pride on this recipe. They will have something、oh, really? special, <laughs> and yeah, something special they put、that? into the. Like okay, I、uh, yes. My I I would say my mom's beef noodle is pretty good. I even have invited like my friends to my house to enjoy the beef noodle that my mom made, and they all said it's super,、uh, it's super amazing and stuff like that.、Um, but of course, I. Uh, it really depends on what kind of flavor you like. Because in my family, we like something a little bit spicy. But yeah, it's really good. And my mom already said she's not going to share this recipe, so I cannot talk about it on podcast. Okay, sorry, mom. Sorry. <laughs>、so、yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this so this is something that we like here. What about in Kurichiba? Do you have、uh, something that's special? If I go there, what I must eat there? Uh, if you come to my city, you should look for、uh, barbecue restaurants. We have many. Nice. And you love because the the meat here is amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> if you're not vegetarian, so I I think you're not because you you eat beef noodles. I love that. I, I yeah. We we don't have barbecue. Yeah. You don't have barbecue. We do, but not as often. You know, like we only have barbecues in special occasions. But I know, like barbecue is like、um, a huge part in Brazilian culture, right? Do I understand that correctly? Yes. Yes. Wait. Yes. Yeah. But this is actually not not what I wanted to to tell you about Kuchiba, and it has little to oh little ah、uh, correlation with the the. The the cuisine, Curitibana.、Uh, I wanted to tell you something like、yeah. a trivia of Curitiba, which is and this、oh, nice. really distinguishes us from from other people in Brazil. So, do you know sausages? Yes. So yes, we we, <laughs> we have sausages here. You know, we just don't call them、yeah. that way. Oh, what do you call them? Um, let me tell you a little story about sausages in Curitiba.、Uh, yes, we call sausages in Curitiba. Not all of them, but most.、Uh, vina. Okay, repeat after vina. me. Vina. Vina. Lina or Lina or I. I... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, uh, uh, after uh, my explanation here, maybe you. You get,、uh, yeah. Vina is a, a very、uh, commonly used、uh, word in Curitiba, and it means just sausage. Many、yeah. people from Curitiba have ordered Vina in other cities or states and haven't been com- comprehended because、uh, oh my, Vina in German. Means Vienna, you know that city. Oh,、capital. I see. Yeah,、uh, capital of Austria. Ah,、uh, I see. I see. Now so, I get it. It's Vienna. Yes, Vienna means in German, Vienna, and it defines a type of sausage eaten by our German immigrants. Sausage,、oh, in, in fact, is in German 
wasp. Okay. No, 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 not wasp. Uh-huh. I, I had to 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 search for the the correct uh, pronunciation. This wasp. Okay, sausage. Wasp. Yeah, but this is German, not Portuguese at all. Which forms <laughs> Vina Vost, which is uh, v- stands for uh-huh. uh, Vienna sausage. You know, Vina Vost. Uh, Vina Vost. Yeah, and the immigrants of non-German uh, origin, they tasted, they tried the delicious plate. And had some struggle yeah. to pronounce the, the word Vost. So they just reduced it to Vina. You know? <laughs> But I see. Uh, it may be like in the in the beginning, the the uh, uh, just one type of sausage. But now we call any sausages Vina. You know? Oh, I see. So become, in Cuba like a... we have mm-hmm. many Uh, German immigrants and we have uh, started to to use the word Vina instead of sausage you know so we all have this 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 habit here and this is just what we we do we we call it Vina and that's okay so Vina Vost uh, a word uh, defining uh, uh, Vienna's sausage is now Vina because we just reduced it you know Ah, like a cute nickname for that. Yes. You know, and you got everybody know what that is. And so, is it okay if you say that you order vina in other cities in Brazil? That would people understand that? Uh, it it has become so famous that maybe a person from northeast, for example, uh, Bahia, will get what yeah. I'm, I'm I'm saying. But uh, possibly not. You know. So I, I should just say sausage, which in Portuguese is salsicha. You know, when you order, no, repeat after this is perfect. Say it again. Salsicha. Oh no, this is more difficult than it. Can you say it again? Salsicha. Sal. Salsicha. Okay, perfect. That's okay. Really good. And uh, when you go nice. to okay. other places, you can. Uh, order a hot dog, for example, and you need to say salsicha in order to to prevent any misunderstanding, you know. But uh, see, see. you will possibly—I'm not saying anyone, like no one will will understand you—but possibly if you say vina, the 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 person yeah. uh, uh, preparing the the food won't get what you mean so this is really specific Bridget. this is vina is something we have like uh, our our cultural material here is made around vina you know vina vost but now oh, it's just vina. See. yeah vina so this definitely works in curitiba but probably not in other cities exactly you got you got the idea but bridget this is the 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 last part of this this cross interview And I wanted to yeah. ask you a question. Yes. Um, Go ahead. We we have talked about many points that that distinguish our cities from other places in the world, but we we haven't uh, come to the point where we were talking about the 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 big deal, you know? Because mm-hmm, I want to mm-hmm. to ask you. 
how yes. to tell you are from Taipei, you come from Taipei without actually <laughs> saying it, okay? So you have this challenge. I cannot say I am Bridget, I come from Taipei. You have to say it yes. in a, a different and specific, so specific way that any people like that, that know the culture would say, yeah, she's right, she's from Taipei. Okay, okay. I do have one. For example, uh, like if I if I go out with a bunch of friends, okay, and let's say this group of friends are from all over Taiwan, not only in Taipei, and uh, I well, when we go out, we need the transportation, so I only need to say one thing, and everybody will know that I'm from Taipei. That is, I don't know how to drive. Ah. That is the <laughs> yes, that is the code for Taipei needs. Uh, it's so common that I didn't even realize that I wasn't conscious about this. But it's people from other cities. They say, "How come people in Taipei never drive? How come you guys don't have a license?" And the worst part is that in Taiwan, a lot of people we drive scooters, but. A lot more Taipeiese, just like me. We we never drive. We never ride a scooter. All we have is MR, uh, the public transportation, for example, the, the metro or the buses and uh, other stuffs, because it's so convenient. Nobody's driving because driving in Taipei is such a headache, and you never get to find uh, a good parking space. It's freaking expensive so in the end nobody know how to drive so as long as i say i can drive people will know that i'm from taipei okay. so that's the code so yeah what about in kulichiba not kulichiba say it again kulichiba oh no Kuri. i'm going to have a kulichiba Oh, okay. I'm not fighting with you over this. Okay. okay, okay. I'm going to like dream about this word. Bridget, yes. I would like yeah. you to open the the shared document we have on Google Drive, okay? Because I'm I'm showing you something pretty interesting about my city. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let me check it here. Yeah. Okay. Um. But first, uh, I'll pick the, the, the material I have, but one thing about Curitiba that, that tells a lot about our origins is that yes. we have this um, accent, different accent. Yeah. Like it's southern accent, but I, I, don't, I don't think any other folks in, around Brazil would uh, use the accent just as we do. When it oh, comes to okay. say hot milk, okay? Hot milk, okay. When we say hot milk in Portuguese, in uh, our accent from Curitiba, we will say leite quente, which is the, ah. the, the direct translation from English. But, yes, yes, yes. In other places, uh, any other place in Brazil, they would say leite quente. Oh, very different. Very different. It's right? Very different. So when, yeah, yeah. I I say I have like a really traditional uh, accent from Curitiba. I say leite quente. 
hot meal. Oh, wow. You know? And uh -huh. other people would say, okay, this guy is from Curitiba for sure. He, say, he says leite quente, you know? Ah. Yeah. And so, it's just these two words that you pronounce this way, or that basically have the same consonants or the vowels that you say it this way. Can you say the two words again? I want to see, I want to listen again, how different they are. Like what people say in other places and what people say in uh, Kurishima. Okay. Can I you say, say it again? I say leite quente. Oh, okay. Okay. And around, yeah. around Brazil, you won't find that. You will find leite quente. Wow. Okay, for me that would be like different language, <laughs> kind of like different language. Yeah. Yeah. We we can understand ourselves here. You know, if I say leite quente wow. or leite quente, everyone uh, uh, native Portuguese speakers will get the the words. But this is uh, even among us. Uh, if it wasn't uh, so different, we wouldn't be distingu distinguished by that. You know. So even among us, this uh. is really uh, different. So, and I, I am, Bridget, I have to say, I'm pretty proud of the, the accent this from Curitiba. You know, ah, I am yeah. kind of proud because I, when I see, for example, let me give you an example. When I'm, uh, for yes. example, getting to know a new girl and she is a native, you know, she, she was born here in Curitiba and she yes. has the traditional accent. Oh my god, yes. this girl gets me. This girl gets me. <laughs> you know? Okay, she, you, she in, comes in, to me immediately saying, like, enchanted. I'm in love. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, okay. So you you this uh, your uh, accent has a certain level of charm yes. to the people. And I think it's great that uh, every uh, every region have their own uh, has their own accent, and I think it's great to feel proud of your origin. It's it's really interesting, and I like to be special. Everybody wants to be special, so I think it's great. Yeah, I love I love I love my uh, our accent, you know, and I love to see people from my tribe yeah. speaking the same language when it comes to accent, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yes, exactly. But Very this interesting. is not the core of the, the the answer here. Because I have something that you, you're gonna love it, okay? You're gonna love it. Yeah. So we have this guy, okay, in Curitiba mm -hmm. that walks around and he's a total character of our city. His uh -huh. uh, name, like artistic name, is literally, there's no translation in this, Oil Man. Oil Man. Oil Man. Okay. Oil okay. Man. This guy, yeah. he walks in red trunks, okay? So, like, he's ready yes. to swim. And his body is entirely covered in oil. Okay. Oh, okay. And he has yeah. a long hair, which he uh, has in a ponytail, and he walks or rides a bike. Either he's uh, riding a bike or he's walking beside it and carrying this bike, you know, beside him. Yeah, yeah. And he has become like since the, the 90s, I, I think, or even before that, a, a famous guy in Curitiba. And after that, 
he became yeah. famous in Brazil too. He was invited to to give interviews to to our national channels because he's so bizarre, you know. A guy oh, in red trunks covered in oil, riding a bike. You know, even in cold days, oh, okay. in cold days he's the same. You know, not not all the oh. cold days because some some days are are harsh, but I'm I'm showing you the picture. Some pictures of this guy. Yeah. And you're just, you know. Okay. I, this guy is something I want to else. see the picture. Okay. And he's become like national famous, right? Nationally famous. Yes. Yes. I, I, he's not like a wow. big pop star, but you know, uh, millions of people might have uh, seen this guy, watched this guy on TV, you know? Because he's just. Oh, I see. This guy. Oh my god. Let me see. If, can you see? Can you see him? Uh, let me see. Uh, oh yeah, oh my, oh my. That is not very com comfortable to see. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this guy... I'm sorry to say that. It's, it's a little bit harsh, but I was just a little bit, you know... I don't uh, like it You call me off guard. He is ridiculous. <laughs> just, <laughs> but... I it, it, just so I can tell you the truth and uh, I can show you, I can prove my statement here. This is him being oh. interviewed by one of our famous uh, interviewers in Brazil, you know? Oh my god, okay. He's wearing, he was wearing something, right? But yes. Okay, not enough. Definitely not enough. You know? Okay. So this guy, he. <laughs> I, I don't know, he, you know, this is black trunks, but I, I, I think he wanted to be more classy, just like, you know, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that uh, I don't know how to say, <laughs> that bow tie he's, he's using there, yeah, you know, it's like the, oh. the, the suit he would wear to go to an interview, <laughs> so yes, yes, he is a great character of our city, and it, it absolutely distinguishes us from, from any other place, like, Oh, where's all your man from? Oh yeah, my God. he's from Curitiba. Yes, he's from Curitiba. Yeah. Oh, what have? What? What did you ask? Sorry. I'm sorry. This internet. No, sorry. It's fine. I I was just joking and say if you guys would be proud to say that this man is from your city. Ah, this is. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about him. Really, I don't know about. Uh, how... <laughs> But we yeah. have uh, a, a guy that I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm I don't mean to be harsh here, but we have this guy that pretends to be Jesus Christ here too. Okay. Oh. Okay. So we okay. have one more so, so. bizarre uh, figure here in, in Brazil, in Curitiba actually. He comes from from Curitiba and he pretends to be Jesus Christ, and he's called Inri Cristo. Cristo. Yeah, and he yeah. says, yeah, he says, okay, I'm Jesus Christ. I have girls around me that uh, function oh, as no. the the, oh, no. the friends of Jesus, but they oh. they are all women. But yeah, but oh. he's not as fabulous as Oil Man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, if if now I heard the other guy, then I think I would definitely like the Oil Man more. <laughs> Well, at least he's authentic. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think you yeah. enjoyed the the fact we have so 
such a bizarre figure here in Curitiba, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's nice. I mean, every city will have some like weird people there, and this guy seemed to enjoy himself, and it's nice. It's just <laughs> uh, not quite a shock for first sights. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, but but <laughs> yeah. I can take you, Bridget, for example, if you come to Curitiba, I can take you to the center of my city. And yeah. we have a high probability of uh, coming across this guy, you know? And he won't talk to yeah. you. He's quite calm and, and silent. He, he won't talk to you. He wow. won't uh, do you no harm, you know? He's just walking around in red trunks and that bike yeah. and oil <laughs> covering his body, you know? So Okay, but what's the purpose of the oil? To, I don't just know. to look better? I don't know. Or... I don't fucking know. <laughs> it just does that. Okay, I see. I see. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting. I mean, I guess the oil makes him look like um, maybe, uh, well, looks a little bit better. Like maybe he's trying to imitate like some you know muscle man. They like, makes their muscle more, you know, like easier to see but but in his case it's very special <laughs> I, I, I can only say it that way <laughs> okay. yeah so ah Bridget yeah. I think we've come to the end of the this crust interview but as yes. you might probably remember this podcast is called Embrimation Avanzado and it yes. wouldn't be this way if we didn't have music in the end of each episode and <laughs> we have picked some thong songs related to our feeling of okay I'm home this is so much like home so songs that feel like home and I yes. picked one yes. and so. you picked your song none mm. of us know what uh, which song we picked because we want to save the reactions for this time. And <laughs> yes. what have you brought to me today, Bridget? And why? Especially why? Okay. Especially why? Okay, so the, the song that I picked is from the, the band called Keen. And I think everybody... They are very popular, so probably everybody knows them, the Keen. Uh, not the, just Keen. And so this song is one of their earliest songs. It's called Somewhere Only We Know. Okay. And this is actually, yeah, this song reminds me of my, let me see. I think it's probably junior high school that this, the, the song was released. And Somewhere Only We Know, it feels like, you know, in Taipei, I really love to explore everywhere. Like as, uh, as much as I can, I would, just wander around in my city and actually there are like some secret gems that I love to share with people and it feels like somewhere that only myself and my friends would know and we kind of you know enjoy that kind of secret spot and uh, we just go there sometimes together and probably we don't want to share with everybody you know that kind of you know, intimacy that we have for uh, this specific place and Taipei basically to me have this some um, this idea that even though it's a big city uh, but it also has a lot of places inside that only my friends and myself know and that we enjoyed so this is the reason why this song reminds me of that kind of feeling right nice yeah. nice yeah 
and so I know this is the dreadful moment again. Now <laughs> going to sing. <laughs> okay, but but I think everybody is already like、uh, used to my voice, even though it's not as pleasing. But、uh, I'm going to torture everybody anyway. So、no. the song. <laughs> Okay, the song、uh, "Somewhere Only We Know." Okay, give me a few seconds. Okay, Let me get ready for it. Yeah, I'm going to get some water, and I actually like the the lyrics. It's pretty beautiful. I like it too. Mhm. So you have heard of it, right? Yes, I'm pretending I I haven't, but I did. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to pretend. You don't have I to want, pretend. I want to. I、uh, want to listen to you sing. You know. Okay. All right. I'm going to sing it now. I walk across an empty land. I knew the pathway like the back of my hand. I feel the earth beneath my feet. Set by the river, and it made me complete. Oh, simple thing, where have you gone? I'm getting old, and I need something to rely on. So tell me when you're gonna let me in. I'm getting tired, and I need somewhere to begin. I came across a fallen tree. I feel the branches of it looking at me. Is this the place we used to love? Is this the place that I've been dreaming of? Oh, simple thing, where have you gone? I'm getting old and I need something to rely on. So tell me when you're gonna let me in. I'm getting tired and I need somewhere to begin. And if you have a minute, why don't we go talk about it somewhere only we know. This could be the end of everything, so why don't we go somewhere only we know? Somewhere only we know. Yeah, I fucked up the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, this is. <laughs> No, it was、yeah. quite sweet. No, don't be, don't be so, so rough to yourself, okay? Okay, okay.、Oh. So yes, this is the song. Okay,、yeah. what about you, Flavio? What, what did you prepare? So I'm getting tired of、uh, picking the same genre, but I can't help it. I, yeah. I just maybe I wanted. It's okay. May, Maybe I wanted to to show people、uh, songs I, I that are deeply rooted in me, you know. And、mm-hmm. when I、mm-hmm. when I talk about feeling like home and and remembering my 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 city, I I need to to remember the Beatles, you know, 
because my father uh, has has shown me this band and it has become like the the, the band that follows me around <laughs> you know i i always yeah. remember my childhood when i like uh sitting on the sofa and putting old uh, tapes to to play yes. and to listen to like old records from the beatles so I wanted to pick one of them that fits my voice and that has a deep uh, meaning. And the one I picked was While My Guitar Gently Whips from George Harrison. Oh, I love this one. Yeah. I'm sorry, I should pretend. I should nah, pretend that you, I didn't know this one. <laughs> But I love this song, yes. This I'm is, very looking forward to it. Yeah, this is... Um, while my guitar gently whips, written and uh, sang by, sung by George Harrison. Okay, are you ready for it? Yes. Yes, yes. So here I go. Gently 
messed up in the end, but I think you got the idea. Oh, it brings back a lot of memories too. Maybe not as many as yours, but it's really like old memories for me as well. Really good, really good. I love the song, and I love the way to it presents. Really good. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is the time we come to the 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 recommendation section, people, because now we are releasing this recommendation section. What is this recommendation section about? So. We've been talking to each other and we've decided we need to have uh, English mm. sources in English for your amusement, people. Because uh, yes. listening is a great source of learning English because you have to understand what you listen in order to, you know, meet the world in English. Yeah. But you have different ways of getting in touch with the language. So, you know, you don't have uh, all, uh, you don't have just listening skills to improve. You have writing skills to improve. You have, you know, yes, speaking to, skills. To make it balance. Yes. Yes. So, uh, instead of just uh, saying shit to you people, I have, <laughs> I have some things that you can use as sources. Um, if you like us, you like this because we like this. And we brought two recommendations, uh, and they are not uh, actually related to the today's topic, but they have an inner coherence. They have something related to what we have among us here, Bridget, which is friendship and friendships yes. that we can grow out of uh, connections in English. The first recommendation I have here is a blog post by Wait But Why blog written by Tim Urban and yes. the, the title is 10 types, odd, 10 types of Odd Friendships You're Probably Part Of. Definitely you guys need to read this because you will feel so relatable. You know, you definitely, maybe not 10 of them, Okay, but you will at least meet half of those types of friends in your life. So, this is a, a great article that you should not miss. Yes, yes. So, for example, here uh, we have the, the friends that you just feel comfortable when among other people. Because when you're left alone, <laughs> you don't have anything to talk about. So, awkwardness establishes there <laughs> and you want to die. Yes. You know? <laughs> And you have the non-question asking friend, for example, the friend that you say, oh, okay, yes. how you doing? I hate them. And he says back and he tell, talks a lot about their life, but they don't have anything to, to ask you. So it's such a bummer. And something really good, I, yeah. I don't want to spoil the the the, the content of this, yep. this, this post. What I wanted to say is that I've fell in love with this 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 blog because they have like stick uh, little mans you know stick drawings and, <laughs> and the, uh, he he makes 
really good lines of thought and with their their drawings and it's so good you know you 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 uh fall in love with the the way he thinks and the the relatable content that he brings up you know so tim yes. urban is the 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 guy here and he uh writes on this blog called wait but why i love this blog and the second recommendation i said that we had an inner coherence here is also uh, related to uh, friendships mm. and it's called friendship yes. and it is a podcast podcast episode by emma chamberlain and it's called the podcast is called anything goes so this girl during this, mm. this episode of the podcast it's pretty recent by the way uh, yes. she uh, talks about six uh, things a good friendship Uh, should have in order to be good you know so she talks about mm. admiration she talks about uh, no competition uh, between you and your uh, friend uh, she talks yes. about no transactional friendship so it's not that kind of friendship you 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 get when you're at school when during vacation you don't talk at all for example you know you meet at the church mm. you meet at the the vacation at your vacation and you just don't talk to these people anymore it, it doesn't need yeah it, it needs to be no transactional and uh, people that you um, trust and to tell you the truth and when it comes to watching your bad behavior and say oh dude mm. you're wrong you know uh shared yeah, values we, we and awareness mm. that both have a development process and both parties are open to accept that and that both can have moments of disorientation and accept help from the friend uh, to get back on track so she says she talks about these six topics and she explains that them more than i'm doing here but it's quite useful she's not a scientist she's just a girl that uh, uh, records this podcast just like we do here but i think this is fully relatable and it has just like she she says uh on the the, the episode she says that it doesn't just apply to friendships it applies to any kind mm. of relationships romantic relationships familiar relationships etc so i think these two are great are great i think i'm, I'm gonna be uh posting the the links yeah. on the 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 description of the podcast so we can find them there and it's a great yes. source of reading and also listening uh when it, uh relating to the, the, the podcast of Emma Chamberlain called Anything Goes. So these are my R2 recommendations for today and we are starting to we release this this yeah. section. We want to make it a habit, like a, a thing for this podcast because we want to bring you guys to the world of reading and listening and talking and, and speaking in English and because it's really amazing. So I think that's pretty yes. much everything we wanted to talk about today, right, Bridget? Yes, I think we have talked a lot today. And uh, but you see that they are all uh, useful uh, information and also like funny 
Yeah, funny facts about each other's cities. I learned a lot about your city, Kurichiba. Right? Did I say it right this time? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you have my <laughs> great, <point>. great. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think it's great. I don't have anything to add on. I'm very satisfied. And so, what about you, Flavio? I am very satisfied because we've been talking a, a lot for months now, and you you brought really good things like I didn't know at all. And yeah, I, this uh -huh. is a message to the audience that if we weren't uh, willing to practice our English and to connect uh, through English to other people, we wouldn't be knowing such great things about other places in the world. We would be just made of exactly made out of prejudice, you know. I would say like, okay, <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about Taiwan, and I actually don't care. But now I care. Because I have a friend there, yeah, I, and I have things to talk definitely. about, you know, this is interesting, this is, you know, people that has curiosity about uh, places in the world should try to uh, meet new people through their English yeah. skills, you know? Yeah, exactly. And actually, I'm very looking forward that maybe one day I can go to uh, Brazil and definitely I will not miss Curitiba. So okay, so please. I I'll be so pissed yeah. off if you come to Brazil and, and yeah, and not if visit I ever really, yeah, if I really travel there, I would definitely not miss that. Yeah, it's uh, you see, like this is. I already well. I I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast, but I already try to go to Brazil uh, several times. So this has been on my bucket list. I would definitely go there one day. Yeah. Okay. So this is time for us to say goodbye. See you next time. Yes. Say bye, Bridget. Bye bye, everybody. Precisamos falar da diferença aberrante de áudio entre o que a Bridget cantou, estava falando e o que ela cantou na gravação desse podcast. É, eu acho que um dos pactos que eu tenho que fazer aqui com a minha vastíssima audiência é, envolve honestidade. E eu preciso dizer que, na verdade... Nós fazemos realmente uma gravação ao vivo, do começo ao fim, incluindo a parte da música em que a gente vai cantar. Porém, às vezes o áudio fica ruim e geralmente a, a chamada fica picotada e acaba que a gente não consegue é, transmitir a melhor experiência para o ouvinte a partir da gravação original, de modo que a gente precisa gravar depois para inserir no podcast a mesma música. Só que sem os problemas técnicos de chamada que fica cortando, né? Então, que fique cumprida aí essa honestidade <risos> que a gente se propõe nesse podcast, né? Eu espero que vocês tenham gostado da experiência. Esse é o retorno 2022, o segundo ano do Embramation avançado. Tem sido muito divertido, deu um, um boost... De, de, de motivação para continuar fazendo Muito mais pela diversão do que... É um podcast que... 
eu gostaria de ouvir, eu acho que é isso eu gostaria de ouvir um podcast com esse conteúdo e com essa proposta, então eu espero que eu consiga transmitir isso pra quem tá alinhado comigo nessa nessa a vontade de consumir conteúdo na internet etc eu acho que eu me enrolei um pouco aqui nessa descrição mas então a gente se vê na próxima experiência sonora auditiva do Embromation avançado com várias outras possibilidades não sei quando vai ser, mas vai ser em breve então a gente se vê depois <música>